So yeah, just I'll finish right. off with that. And but, um, uh, she, we are alive. Okay, we are. <laughs> we are alive. You can we can start off this episode so, by you finishing off what you were saying. Yeah, what were yeah, you saying? Just what I was saying is with, with, the, with the the water. Yeah. So she's seventy seven. Blood is what you call the rouleau, where the blood cells really stick together, right? Yeah. So after she drank the water, and um, you know she blended it in with just regular water, mm-hmm. and she could see the change in that, and then oh. kind of went back. So she's been doing this a little bit, and then. I did um, a long distance testing with my wands, and Tito was there. I I didn't even have her photograph. Sorry, I just nice. took. I had put her name. <laughs> oh, it is, it's it's DMX today's is session is going to be a wild uh, as the, uh, the world is right now. <laughs> oh my god, my phone was haunted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Whoever said DMX is gone, he is still <laughs> very much with us. Rest in peace, dude. Go to bed. <laughs> like, seriously. So, anyway, so, you, so what, what happened is the, the, the water uh, just definitely has an effect on changing the blood pretty quickly. And on one of my videos on YouTube, you'll see my, my nephew there uh, at my office, the guy that I share the office with, he does live blood testing. So, mm-hmm. he tested this guy's, my nephew's blood. And, like, his blood was so sludgy. Had him on the, the Alice water, and 15 minutes later, we retested his blood. And it just went, like, humongous change. That's crazy. It's crazy. Are you guys blessing the water? Huh? Are you guys blessing the water, or is it just happening? Just happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's we amazing. are blessed. <laughs> yeah. So we got to just live in the blessing. Actually, yeah. here's a testimonial for you. Yeah. I did use some of that. I used some of your, uh, not the, you know the other bottle you gave me with sterling silver or something in there, or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So that your little your little mixture there. That was so the other day I came in here. I'm not supposed to eat lactose, right? But uh, I was like, you know what? I had a craving. Pounded down a chocolate bar. Went back home. Um, wifey's like, oh yeah, let's hang out. I'm like, oh man, my stomach. Colloidal silver water. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. stomach's a mess. So I decided I'm like, you know what? Let me just try something here. Yeah. So I because she wanted to have a couple of drinks, so I end up having a shot, and then I said, you know, what? I'm just gonna chase it down with some colloidal silver water. I was fine. Yeah, I, I was like, "What the heck? This is this is interesting." It's amazing what it's, water can do. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so Bobby Boucher here. The, the, <laughs> the properties of silver in terms of being antibacterial, antiviral, anti-fungal. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is cool stuff. Feel anything coming on topically? What doesn't just spray yeah. it on? You know, if you're concerned about bacteria, like going in, or spray some in your mouth and your nose, even in your eyes. And yeah. You, got, you spray your whole face. Yeah. Okay, you got protection. Instead of using, for me, yeah. instead of using all the alcohol-based stuff, I just my hands. That's awesome. Down. I actually used it when I was about to get sick, too. My kids got sick. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to get sick. I just took a, a couple glasses of that uh, or a yeah. couple uh, couple drinks morning and night. I was fine. I, I didn't feel yeah. sick. I was strong. Yeah. I don't know if it was that or my immune system, but I was like, hey, that helped. Well, that might be enough to... to trigger it to become stronger because see the Roman soldiers when they would use to walk through uh, plague invested places they suck in a silver coin right mm-hmm. so silver's been used for South in India they use water vessels made out of silver because it's slow release of the silver ions into the water right wow so yeah this is nothing new it's just that you know when we're making colloidal silver water we're using electronic pulses and certain frequencies by which it releases and helps to fine-tune it somewhat more. But uh, we can stand on it. It's 
there's nothing new under the sun, as it says. And so oh. here, let's go back what's being used. And okay. as we start to discover the, the ancients, uh, we find so many other remedies that we can rely on. You know? mm-hmm. But can we take too much? Well, there is some controversy over it. I mean, what mm. is too much? I pretty well take some every day. And, uh, and, and you I haven't turned turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, if you decide to maybe drink gallons a day, then it's kind of overdoing. You don't need to. Yeah. And I think so sometimes with anything good, that's got its medicinal properties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's all about keeping what? Balance. This Balance. is what we need to keep. You know what you got to do? Is just charge a lot of money for it. People are going to take it easy. They're going to say, you know what? This cost me a <laughs> yeah. lot of money. I'm just going to have a shot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uses sparingly, but at the same yeah. time, you know, value it. So it's, you know, people are running around looking for all kinds of magical cures and all that. And I mean, nature is just all full of, we can find so much. And, you know, nature's our teacher and we're connected to nature. We're supposed to be. But now, obviously, we've been in such disconnect. We are in fear of nature. You know, the mm-hmm. bugs are going to get us. It's just like the boogeyman story going around and around over and over again. And oh, yeah. Why in fear? And then, you know, it's, it's again, people are so imbalanced. Um, you know, if you come from a, a chakra perspective, it's people not grounded. And this is where people get into a lot of fear, holding that energy down there, right? Mm-hmm. And the energy flows through them throws people off so it's we i think keep everything in perspective again where i kind of always want to bring everything down you know if you look at everything is energy frequency vibration and if we can get that to work and then maintain harmony and we're flowing it we get grounded it will just move up from the bottom all the way through us and it gets us connected once again with the universe right Mm -hmm. and then uh, We'll feel it more at home. <laughs> totally. you know, I, wanna, I definitely want to get back to the, uh, into that one a little yes. bit because uh, we were talking about the vaccine and, and disconnecting from source. Um, but before we do that, uh, Tilo. Yes. yes sir. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Introduce yourself either by words or music, whichever. Uh, oh, do it by music. Do it by music. Or yeah. both. <laughs> this is cool. And then, and then do it. Yeah, this, is, this is awesome. Yes. Uh, this is Tilo. Okay, so. Grounded, hey, was that was that was that a, was that feeling a root chakra right there? Alive. That is the most aligned. That's actually almost all music tuning is 
is 444. So 432 is a, is a more like easier to absorb and the body can understand it. The frequency is easier for the body and the mind. So when you have music tuned to 432, mm-hmm. you can meditate better, you feel better. Um, you don't get as, you know how sometimes when you walk in a room and someone's music may trigger you, it's not maybe mm-hmm. your style, but if it's tuned to 432, you could sort of probably manage it. Yeah. But if it's not, you'll be like, you know what, I don't really resonate and I'll walk out of this room or I'll turn down the volume. Can, can you please, it's really bothering me. So I believe we've, we've discussed that in one of our previous uh, episodes and in, in the, yeah. the, how they changed the music from 432 to 440 from a therapeutic to a non-therapeutic frequency exactly. a long time ago. So that's yeah. why you would get triggered by that music somehow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. Well, it sounds like... Uh, uh, what is it anyway? That fuzzing, yeah, the white noise. Yes. It sounds like white noise for your to your yeah. system, supposedly. Yeah. And 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 I, I played it in a tuning of uh, B, which is third eye, which cool. is like when I played it, I was visualizing all all five of us it was actually like our third eyes were kind of going into the center of the room, connecting and going straight up <clears throat> because I'm only playing what I feel at the moment. Like I can't replay that. Like if mm-hmm. I, you say, "Can you do that again?" I wouldn't be able to because it's not. I'm, cool. no, I'm I'm channeling it through spirit, and I felt like really honored to be in the room with with you men, and I get to actually do something I'm passionate about, and I really respect and love being here, and thank you for having me. Oh, so, the, the honor is awesome. uh, is right on this side of the table, man. That's, <laughs> that was really cool. That's I, I like that you explained the fact that you you don't um, you you couldn't go and replay that. Like, I, like it comes from the heart. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, authentic. That's real yeah, stuff. It comes from source. It's a great way to introduce yourself now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, Tilo Many Bears. <laughs> Your name's Tilo Many. Tilo Many Bears is my um, my kind of my slash stage name because I also do a lot of live music, you know, and uh, so that's another thing. And um, closer. No, no, no. no. Um, and so I, I like I like the name Many Bears first of all because I'm very uh, passionate about grizzly bears and how they um, cool. how they show up in the world and I like their personalities because they're introspective. You know, they're kind of like a strong. They've got good personalities. They take care of their family. Mm-hmm. All these things that you know, like good good attributes that you know that I feel. You know, so that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So. You mentioned before this that you're shaman. Um, facilitator is a better word. I okay. do shamanism, but I say facilitator. That's I think. I think when we start to put titles like that on ourselves, we can get into muddy waters, and then people can say, "Hey, if you say you're this, then you should be able to do this." Mm-hmm. So when you say facilitator, you you basically put a blanket over the whole thing and say, "You know, I facilitate people on their journey. I'm just the person who I'm 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 helping open the conduit and guiding, and I'm just doing. Everyone does their own work. I'm just there to support." And that's mm-hmm. what I do as a facilitator slash shaman, if you want to say that. But it's well, not really my first. Well, listening to what's going on out in 3D world out there, people honking their horns and stuff. I think some people <laughs> could use your shamanism right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All they need to do is come in here and listen to uh, mm-hmm. listen to the bamboo flute for a little bit and uh, 
It's amazing. What so you're also a sound healer, you said? Yes, I've been, yeah, I do sound healing. I, do, I used to do a lot of live events between, between 10 and 30 people. Wow. And I use a, probably about maybe 15 to 20 different instruments and keep layering them on top of each other. Oh, neat. And go from, you know, from basically using NASA space sounds for the planets at the same time, didgeridoo, at the same time, flute, singing, drum, and just keep layering it and then take people on and it, 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 try to have a theme. Like, you know, like maybe the four seasons and then you have, you know, in the spring you have water rushing and then you have the wind blowing and then fire and just and, and, and take and do different like I'm almost different themes. Mm-hmm. And then people can really connect to that because if mm-hmm. you just do a bunch of music, I find random mm-hmm. people can't really get into a journey. Mm-hmm. Journeys are really particular. You're guiding someone on a journey. So you need to be the leader. Mm-hmm. You don't just like randomly do things. Yes, when I play, I randomly play, but I have a, I have a sort of a, a list of what I'm going to sort of play I like and, then, that. and tap into that part of it. Well, it definitely adds a lot more value to what you're doing when there's a, a specified journey that yeah. you're inten- intentionally going down. Yes, exactly. How long is the journey? Uh, almost 2 hours. Okay. Um, And just to put it in perspective, I was a telephone technician doing voice and data for 24 years, and I was Mm. never trained in music. I Mm. I actually left my job on a bet. Uh, Someone Mm. says (laughs) I I, I was in a men's group, and they said if you if you don't leave your um, your job by next men's group, you have to give every man a (laughs) hundred dollars. And I didn't have that money, so I'll just quit. It's easier. So I quit my job, and then I got into, I started doing breath work, different, you know, aspects of medicine, and just sort of like let go of that whole concept of being a technician. And I became like more like, I guess, a sound technician in some way, because I'm Mm -hmm. working a lot with Mm -hmm. sound. But I was never trained in music uh, formally. Mm -hmm. I just heard someone playing the flute, and I said, you know what, I would never buy that piece of wood for 500 bucks, because it'd probably just sit on my shelf. After I bought it, I actually really liked that. About mm-hmm. one, two, three, four. Then I started meeting flute makers. Then I went to their houses. I went to events and sort of like realized, wow, these are actually in- interesting instruments to play. Mm-hmm. And they're easy to play. And they come from your heart. They're not like, it's not a preconceived song. It's coming from whatever you feel at that moment. It's a mix between intuition and, well, I mean, intuition yeah. and faith are basically the same thing. They're intertwined. Man. Yeah. That's cool. Very yeah. cool. You get to meet the flute makers as well. I ha- so you know the flute maker that made that. I know. I know him very well. And really, yeah. And so very when cool. I know him, then I can play. You know what I mean? When when I can say this, let's say you said to me, you would like maybe to get one of these yourself. Mm-hmm. If I know what you like and your kind of your personality, I go by the tuning. I go by what you want to do. So let's say you want more meditative style flute, mm-hmm. or you want a sound healing flute, or mm-hmm. you want something for your children. Whatever it is, people want. Everything has a different, and every wood sounds different. So I actually started getting really into like looking for flutes for people that say, "Can you find me a flute with a raven head?" I said, "Okay," and then I would look and I'd find one. And what do you want? Oh, I want meditative. Okay, then I'll give you a, a G flute mm-hmm. or whatever tuned in G. So that's kind of. Oh, well, those are really nice. Yeah, this one's called Tiger Maple. This one's a really. This is a really nice. It's very. It's nice. very just just get it just so you can get a perspective how light that is. It's like a feather. So yeah. energetically, you're you're playing through the heart, and it's it's just. And this looks like a lot different than the flute I played with in high school. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I never played the it flute. It has but energy. I played the recorder, and my parents. It's hated a little me bit like it. a recorder. It I has know. a similar tuning to recorder. Yeah. And oh, hold on a second. Similar tuning? Because that... <laughs> <laughs> every, every parent that has a kid that's had a kid in... in it's uh, like torture. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Yeah. 100% yeah. Um, 
Well, one thing really cool about I want to show you about this flute. I think it's important. It's, see how there's a there's a round circle. Mm-hmm. Most these style flutes they water out when you mm-hmm. play them because you know if you're outside it's cold. Your hot breath goes in instantly. It'll go and you wonder why it sounds bad. Well, this has a this has an open tubing, so that means you can't really water it out mm-hmm. because you can just go like this and the water will just run down. And then mm. you, you won't lose flu. Because in BC, especially when it's cold weather and you play this outside, within a few minutes it will get, you know, the, the humidity would water mm-hmm. this flute out. So, And I use this in every single, I've done, I've done tons of ceremonies for people. Like, for example, if, you know, you said to me, hey, I got some friend's wedding. Can you just play for a few minutes? Oh, I got this man, a celebration of life. Can you play the flute? Mm-hmm. I just play whatever. I'm feeling from the people or whatever, you know, the, the host has given me. So it's it's a really a, it's a feeling. That's awesome. So there's no actual lyrics or none of that stuff or I no, guess. It's too complicated. Yeah. Um, keep it simple. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get out of the way. I got Okay. Well, Shane just had to run outside. Um, well, that's amazing. I like that. Uh, uh, Richard, do you incorporate any of this stuff uh, ever into your sessions, or have you... No, I, have, I have have you, haven't. Have you checked no. out the energies on it? Um, he's, he's done a video. We've done a video we've together. Done a video together. Yeah. It's a really good video. Yeah, he did uh, the digidru, right? Did you do, yeah? Yeah. Drumming. Drumming. So, definitely, I mean, music is big influence, on, and if we can create more harmony through the, the music, which we can really, and I think this is maybe setting another stage here, raising the awareness even for ourselves, talking about the subject and whoever's listening and so on. Yeah, um, in a small way, but I know it can be very effective. But uh, yeah, like love to do more with it. Yeah, I've done a sound healing class like before once, a couple times actually in my life, but it was amazing. Um, <laughs> Same thing. I think it was about an hour long the session, okay. but uh, went on this crazy That's journey. Good. The guy had every, uh, it all. He, he, I don't know if you know these guys. They can make a certain sound through their throat. Yeah. What's that called? That's that Tibetan throat singing. Yeah, Tibetan throat singing. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. wild. Did you? Did you? Was it? Was it in Vancouver? It was in Vancouver. There's yeah. one main guy that does a lot yeah. of them. It must have been Matthew Cosell. I'm pretty sure. I think that might have been him. Sounds very similar. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I've done training with him too. And he's an amazing throat singer, and they call him the Om Shaman. That's yeah. that, that, that's his musical name. Wow! And he's a really, yeah. That was really cool. It's like you have gills here, and you're vibrating through your throat. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. it was wild. Well, even you know, watched uh, how people across valleys where they communicate just make a noise, not using words, and it just sounds right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be miles apart. Oh yeah. <laughs> The other side, they make another, but they know what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so communication through sound and music is awesome. It's been done. Yeah. You know. Again, it's kind of like the language we've been taught to use. They own from day one, <laughs> and they allow us to express ourselves through that. Right. But it's a whole new awakening site that is happening. So, for example, when you were talking, when you were talking about the throat singing, if you were to look, you know, if you were to do it through this, um, through this map, 
Remember, how, you know how people always say OM, you know, when they do events, they're always there. So everybody go do OM. Well, so the OM is activating the third eye, right? So then, and then there's the different ones. Like, so when people are doing, you know, mantras and stuff, yeah. they're using Ram, Wham, Lam, Yam, Ham. All that is, you know, it all correlates to all these parts of the, through the body too, right? And I do a lot of the one, like, I'll go oh. And then it's just activate the sacral chakra. So if you actually do these sounds, you could activate these different parts within within yourself. Neat. So, so that's so that's maybe for I, people that don't understand. I mean, there, there's a chakra system in your body, but when do you need to activate them, and why would you need to activate them? I know that you're saying if you got the fear, we talked about that earlier, which is which is kind of what the media does to us all the time. And I think most of us living in a state of fear. Mm-hmm. What would you do for fear? Um, well, for me, that would be the, generally mm-hmm. mostly the heart, uh, because the heart is really closed down right now. If you can, when you walk in in public right now, I don't know if you notice it, but people's hearts are completely shut down. They don't even look in your eyes. They, mm-hmm. People are afraid to look in your face, and they actually mm-hmm. think you're infected, and you don't yeah. even when you walk by, you're yeah. already the enemy. So they think the healthy is the sick or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for me, what I do is for like the heart chakra is example is some of my flutes are tuned to F with F or G, which is which when I play it in a group of people, it actually activates the heart. Like the heart actually opens up and you can see people start to cry. I on purpose play it to actually watch people. And I, if they haven't started crying, I'll work it until they do. Like I actually do that. Because, because people are holding so tight onto this chakra. They, they just, it's okay to just let it go sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really, um, I feel like we, we have a duty as healers or as, as, as you know, facilitators to help people process their emotions because everybody's trying to hold on and not look bad. But honestly, like having an emotional release is really, really good for us. Absolutely. Especially now. I think Richard's work, my work, your work, it will start to become more and more prevalent in Mm -hmm. the next coming years because people are not always facing the actual fear aspect that's going on out there. They're, 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 they're think getting a, a new, a new job, a new machine will help them with this, or, you know, you know, maybe getting a new hobby like paddleboarding. I'm not disagreeing with any of that, but it, you still have to deal with it on a cellular level because mm-hmm. we're still, we're still storing energy on a cellular level. And if we don't release it from the cellular part, we can talk all we want about it, but it's still in us and yep. we haven't actually processed it. Well, that's why I think I, I've, found such value to energy healing as you deal with the stuff that you know us it's the physical 3d level aren't going to necessarily be able to deal with or handle and that comes down to like generational trauma and uh, or or pain bodies carried on for from um you know past lives and and uh even from the race that you are that they carry their own pain body and it needs to be dealt with or else you just continue to pass it on and on and on and that's why it's i think i agree with you it's very important for us to all do this and i think more and more people are doing it and the more and more people do it the 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 more it becomes more of a collective thing i was reading something by 2027 um like go ahead i have one thing um so i brought something to the stage Mm -hmm. on here and james is actually pretty cool and i think um it would actually be pretty interesting to connect. Um, Is there a way that we can con- Tilo and um, them together? So I can just give Tilo my headphones and they can communicate. 
Sure. Oh, sweet. Right, you'll hear them. We won't hear their... We'll only hear one end of it. Yeah. And then you can talk to Richard and them, too, through this. And eventually, I'll get more headphones, and you can do that. But James, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, dope. Hold on. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, Oh, trip. (laughs) Okay, this is a trip. (laughs) Yeah, dude, you're on a podcast. (laughs) Okay. Like a caller. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny. You're talking to five different people. Two of of us can hear you. Yeah, because we don't have headphones (laughs) for everybody else, right? So, like, it's trippy for them, too. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'll I'll put you you in um, contact with this uh, super dope dude. Hold on. Nice. All right. Hello. Hello. Hello, this is Tilo. Hey, Tilo, what's going on? It's James. Hey, James. Hey, um, were, you, were you the one that was just talking about playing the flute and the, um, I guess, the F-harmic? Or? Yeah, I was um, just describing how I'm using the flute, you know, almost every day. And while well, I play it for about an hour a day for myself... But I'm also doing it in my sessions with my clients, or at different times, depending on what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to achieve. If I'm trying to help someone open up their heart chakra, I, I pick a flute that's actually tuned to the heart, so so that actually opens up the heart, not just any flute. I pick one that I know is going to actually have some impact. And if it doesn't work on their heart, I work it until their heart is open. I I find a way inside, you know, and then finally. They actually like open up and they'll start to get emotional when you know when you when you play it not just playing it but you're feeling what you know what what you want them to feel so. nice very cool yeah because i've been <clears throat> i've since i try to listen to all you know music just even you know mainstream music to try to run it through a 432 filter i've been um very interested in trying to see if people have been out in like I guess a public space and done, used an instrument tuned to one of those yeah. esophageal tones or harmonic frequencies or you know or chakras to even just play like, like a normal music and set, maybe even a normal song that somebody might be familiar with hearing but to see what the impact might be on the people right. like I've been really wanting to find like a DJ or something that would be, and I don't know how complicated it would be. It's a pain that what I have to do, so I don't know how many layers it would add to their, right? You know, job. But to see what would happen if a a DJ, you know, out, you know, in the space was able to switch over and go from that that 440A or 440B that everything you know is tuned in over right. to like a 432 hertz or a 528 hertz, playing the exact same music. But what that might do to you know, impact people's, you know, just general set of I'd be really interested to see that as well. Um, I've got a an app on my phone that uh, will change change the frequency to four thirty two and five twenty eight, and it's funny because you don't, uh, it's it, you can notice a difference, but it's you know I I'm I question okay is this app actually doing it properly, um, but you raise a very good question. I'd love to see what it would be like if you had like a, a big concert. I mean not like that the, that those happen anymore, uh, yes. but if you had a big concert, a big room of people, and you're you're doing you know a DJ was doing you know their regular set, but to a four thirty two or four forty or, or a five twenty eight or whatever it may be, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah most definitely. 
And I think, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I, I think there's something to the app just that I think because I believe since most of us probably have iPhones, some, um, we all probably are, we're, are, we're probably talking about the exact same like, app. Raise their hand yeah, they can't come on. Um, I don't have um, <laughs> I don't have that, but I um, but the flutes that I'm getting, the, the newer ones now, I'm actually asking them to I be made in 432. Them. I got lots of old flutes that are not 432; they're in 444 uh, tuning. So I've noticed that when I play them in 432, I actually spend more time at them. And my parents, because I'm right now I'm rolling with my parents, I play like an hour a day. And my dad, when I start to play, he just says, keep playing, keep playing. No, play that one. That one's really good. So, you know, his, his, he's deaf and he has hearing aids, but he knows 432. And that's the flute he prefers. It's interesting. He, wow. Like That's so, cool. I think it's I think it's also energetically maybe you know like we connect yeah. to it not just hearing it but feeling it maybe I, I just just mm -hmm. some of this is not explainable always in words it's how you how you present it and how who's ready for it and who's not and who's willing to to you know I think music is such a everyone has such a diverse taste of music too mm -hmm. so like you may have a different idea of it and for I, me what I just played for you was something I do every day for an hour or two so I'm you know it's, it's Oh, he he wasn't in the room when you played. Oh, okay. Oh no, I guess yeah, I just I just joined, so I guess I missed that. Oh, um, it's, just it's, curious though, since you do have the two instruments tuned um, in the different hertz, um, should we do a quick one? My basic oh, yeah. interpretation. I don't want to be the guy that said like, "Are you cool?" With has been um, that. And now that we know the benefits of it, uh, colder. We can kind of ground ourselves and oh. listen. Sure, go yeah. for it. Um, one second, James. I did want to add to what you said. Is that it's. You, you mentioned about, you know, uh, for different people, it's like, and it, it really does take the person to want to have uh, and to accept that frequency. So your dad really wants to accept that frequency, and really, and, and, and frequencies don't, it doesn't matter whether you can hear them or not, your body and your yes. cells and the light in your body experience it in a different way sorry james what you what were you saying or get, get your question here or what you're saying quickly yeah now i'm gonna get tilo to play again and we'll keep this cool. going yeah well yeah the question i was just sent since he had the two instruments tuned um my feeling that i have is that it seems like when it comes in a 440 tone yeah it's a lot colder yes and in the 432 there's just a warmer yes Exactly. warmness a warmth to it that and that's been literally the only way i can describe it to people yeah and there's an easier connection for the mind and the body and the spirit to connect to 432 there's a there's a it's almost like there's a it's a it's, a, it's jumping from the uh you know like the normal 3d world into uh do you know what i mean it's almost like uh yeah 5d yeah and you're not doing it. You're not doing it through. Uh, you're quantifying it through sound, not through speaking or not through listening. Even it's just the way instrument. But I, I'll, my instruments I have right now, they're all only four thirty twos. My other ones are at home. But I mean, um, I have. Uh, I can play you. Actually, I'll play a different one. This one. This one's actually more meant for meditation, and it's a. It's a D. It's called a high D, and normally you cannot get. D's in this small of a flute. It's, it's almost like a micro flute. And it's 432. And uh, I'm going to play it, James, based on um, our conversation, like what you and I have just talked about. So nothing that I can, f just wh what I feel about you and your spirits. Okay, cool. Thank you.
Very cool. That was very cool. Thank you for that. So that was a 432 high D. So the D, you know, because we were talking about uh, the chakras and how they relate. D is sacral, so sacral chakra. So like activating the sacral chakra. So, you know, when I'm doing a sound journey, going through the chakras, that one you know, would be a D. It would be a sacral chakra. And, oh, you're using that flute to, to activate you know, the sacral energy, you know, that primordial energy, you know, similar to the root. So it's kind of weird. Did any, does anybody else, when they heard that, think of the book? There's this book, um, The Four Agreements with... Don Miguel Ruiz, like that, that flute sound is in there. And so the way you started that, I was like, okay, I guess I got to read that book. <laughs> that's what, that's what my thought was in my head. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It came Every, across. Everything is connected, right? And so music is very powerful in triggering all kinds of thoughts and emotions and connections. And, um, exactly. And there's, there's where there's wonder. I wonder, like that's why I'm, I'm so. I would really love to, at least, be at an event when that happened, just because, like, there's part of me that wonders if this wasn't a, a deliberate thing. Because it, as I understand, when I do some research on studying tones and stuff, there this was like something more in the last like hundred, hundred and forty years or so that they did like a standardization. And before there was, like, they were tuning things in like the 432 and a lot of churches and and uh, instruments that they would do. And so it was like, as we, you'd almost kind of wonder if it wasn't to lower the vibration of people because they were always constantly raising their vibration mm. through the music. Yeah. Well, I think they began to change a lot of the tuning back with the uh, in the earlier days with the Gregorian chants and stuff like that, right? And they say the, the voice is the purest instrument. And then when they started to build all kinds of different instruments. They changed the the scaling, I guess, as well, and to change that. And then, I guess, was in the days even prior to um, the Nazis, I guess, in the 30s, under Goebbels, uh, who was the big propaganda chief of Nazis, uh, of Hitler. This is where, where they changed a lot of the uh, the tuning of things because they know that how they can affect that. And what I understood even in some of the Chinese emperors in the past have used music as an instrument, how to control their population. So this is still very much at play, but I think that this now is that we're opening up, we're, we're being sort of, yeah, having to, to shift. Uh, so... The universe is opening up these thoughts to us and he's allowing us to flow and wake up again. So it's a great awakening time and I feel like being together here this morning and you know, we just freely flow with our thoughts or feelings and expressions and because um, that's that's a natural action to take. Uh, nature expresses itself in so many ways. It's unique that way and we're also nature. So we, we need to allow ourselves to flow open rather than fall in the, the modes, the fashions of this world that pushes their impressions on us. And uh, it really has a huge effect. You know, it's, people become very plastic. It's put in their molds and all that. And um, mm. now it's time to just, like, break out of that, you know. 
Um, it's like the butterfly being born, we're getting that opportunity. Huge amount of pressures. It's difficult to do perhaps for a lot of people to get there, but let's just get out of the cocoon and um, express ourselves in the beauty that really that's within each one of us and that possibly just fly out there, right, and be free in our spirits once again. And um, this can help so many people. So I think that, yeah, what happened here today was meant to be always. I think so. what, uh, no matter where you're, where you're at, it's where you're meant to be. Uh, and as soon as you have that kind of uh, mentality, it makes life easier, I would say. Yes. Life is as easy as or difficult as you make it. But uh, James, I think we'll uh, cut off from you from now. No offense. <laughs> Nothing against you. It's, no, it's not at all. We have uh, the two sets of headphones, and we have uh, four people in here. Well, I'd say five, but Dr. Doctor Hitler, I mean Henry, uh, <laughs> has a real issue with that. I don't know where you're from, James, but if, you, if you're from BC, you know who Dr. Hitler, I mean Henry is, so... <laughs> No, it's all good. I'll, I just listened. I didn't realize it was a podcast. So I uh, just, yeah. No, it's all good. This I, is, I'm just this... like, I heard something really interesting. I was like, oh, I got to raise my hand. I didn't yeah. Know <laughs> yeah no, that's, that's one thing about this podcast is uh, we talk about a lot of interesting things. So I, I, uh, I appreciate you joining us. And, uh, yeah, and I think when we get like four yeah. sets of headphones, it'll be a lot smoother and mm-hmm. like we'll flow through it so that like we'll probably speak for a bit like the people here mm-hmm. will speak. And, we'll and then we'll, like, like, open it up to people to, like, ask questions and whatnot. That's cool. And yeah, we'll feel free idea. to boot people to the audience because we <laughs> don't care, like, that type of shit. Yeah. But, like, there'll be an evolution to this, I oh, think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, thank yeah. you for the chance to speak. I no, appreciate thank you. It very much. That yeah. was great. Thank you. Yeah, James, I'm sure we'll connect later. For sure. I'll All just keep listening. All right. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, I heard you men- mention Nazism. <laughs> well, they say that's when the sound healing. Oh, sorry, the sound frequencies were changed. Yes, yes that's right. right. They yeah, were it testing it on their. Who's controlling their population? Right. So they were doing all these tests. Maybe disrupt you at at a core level, you know, energetically or through sound. You're easier to control. Well, this is where even the the soldiers get to march at a certain rhythm, certain mm-hmm. steps, certain rhythm that it created. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's been documented in history. They get the marching across a bridge, and it sets up the vibration, and the bridge collapses. Right. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that's all part of the conditioning. And uh, even they they get them to march to a certain rhythm, and then they use certain words. Like I saw this from a video after the My Lai massacre in Vietnam in the '60s. How this one guy, he was a helicopter pilot captain or whatever. And he positioned himself right in front of the American troops because they were killing all this whole village in Milai. And um, he talked about it afterwards. And in that documentary, they were talking about it, how they're marching and uh, something like the words that they would speak. Mm. The purpose of the army is to kill, 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 right? And it just that became their chant, mm-hmm. their mantra. And this is what they did. So wow. we can get ourselves in that vibration again, Program, 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 right? And people go, and um, so what's kind of an, an interesting is that you know afterwards when a lot of people were questioned, well, why you do this? You know, even that's where the Nuremberg trials came out, right? 
Mm. Are those following th- orders? That's the, what they said. The Nuremberg trial, I'm glad that you brought that up, actually, because we were just like looking yeah. at that thing. We looked from, it up the other day. <laughs> well, and yeah. uh, I, was, I saw something yeah. today about Rocco Galati. He's the uh, lawyer against... Uh, the government. Two yeah, dollars yeah, go, yeah, going up. And, and he, he took on Har- uh, he, he, Harper before. Oh, won. nice. Well, yes. he won his mm. his case, and he there, it's not it's not legal in Canada for Mandating. vaccinations to be forced on us. So yes. that's good. Uh, whether people recognize that or not is a whole other thing. Um, well, then you got the passports, and then you got the no entry to certain businesses, which... It's yeah. also illegal, but uh, I mean, you know, it needs to be. It's just it, so okay. Let, let, let's throw a question out here. <laughs> when do you think World War Three started? I mean, and for anybody that's just tuning into this, we've been in World War Three for a long time. Just, Absolutely, yeah. When do you think it started? Well, I guess that depends on when do you, whether you classify World War Two ending or not. Well, and then. Do you, do you, do you, no, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the media. Mics on mics on mics. Okay, what? When do you think World War Three started? Or um, do you think World War Two ended? Well, that's the whole thing. Like, is it chapter one, chapter two, chapter three? Yeah. Like, doesn't yeah. chapter, like, in that sense, doesn't chapter four fall either under page like if it if chapter three ends on page 39 mm-hmm. you would assume that chapter four would start on either page 40 or 41 mm-hmm. so that yeah, would so, be what so, i would say so right? world, war, world II war ii ended, ended and world 45. war ii began a year after yep i mean and, and it's not it's it's not out of the question to say that it's just, you just have to think about it from a not a guns and bombs right. That's right. aspect. Think about it uh, uh, in a control aspect. Education, our food, uh, yeah. pharmaceutical, medical, uh, the the monetary system. But uh, the monetary system was controlled before the first world, first few world wars. But after World War Two, really came in. You know that came in. You know, McDonald's became a thing, mm-hmm. and and that Disney. Was, in Disney, yeah, yeah. Was, mm. Talk about. Talk about the programming from Disney. You know that's when that's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, don't so, take that train. You know when we uh, we had the end of so-called World War II. Um, of course, through Operation Paperclip, mm-hmm. many of those who were facilitating Hitler's program were Brought taken over all here. over. Right, America hired a lot, and even from what was the Nuremberg trials. Mm-hmm. Many of those who were convicted of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, all the experimentation they did on people and so on, the majority of them, if they were given 10, 15, 20-year sentences, they only maybe did one or two years. Mm-hmm. And then when they they got released, they took up positions in some of the big pharmaceutical companies. Pharmaceutical, yeah. pharmaceutical uh, Hollywood, didn't, didn't they also NASA. Have, yeah. right, right. See, that's the one Werner that von Braun love. was like, on Hitler's program. How, how dare us? Be mad about anybody that put us on the moon, right? Sorry. Quote. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. Rewind. <laughs> right. Put us on the moon. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great photography mm-hmm. for that time. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Why didn't they just give that to the people right away? All that technology? All that technology. Oh, it's like the internet. If it, if, you know, like, why, why do we Control. have all of this shit and keep it from people if it could make their lives better immediately? Control. 
all control. No, I get that. Mm. Why can't people see that? Oh, because they're controlled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because they're programmed in, in, as fuck. Once again, <laughs> the, word, the word controlled is the word con. It's mm-hmm. a continuous con game all right. the time. Like a contract. And people, yeah, exactly. People mm-hmm. buy into, into the deception, and it's kind of like it's being dripped into us all the time, right? A little at a time. And now they know that they've got the majority of people captivated. Really, the mind has become the prison people live in. And um, now they feel that they can really kind of make a push because they got so much in place and they got the technology, whatever. Um, but it seems to be this is what they. This has been long term, and it's, and you know, Hitler was again about what creating a superior race, mm-hmm. and I think this is what gets to be once again right, and the depopulation program. Um, these people, whether they're aliens or whoever they are, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. spirits, they, they, reptiles. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's it's again, it's. Um, to take the program from here and to go back into space, right, and conquer whatever to, you know, get to the other planetary systems, and that takes a lot of energy and minerals and everything else. Well, right now, as human beings, we're consuming a lot mm-hmm. to facilitate the mm-hmm. energies here on this Earth, and if they can put it down, then I suppose they can use all this stuff. For their journey out mm-hmm. there. So they're seeking definitely things at different levels, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they are not going to need us as robots so much. There's a certain level of them. You know, again, Georgia Guidestones mm-hmm. from 500 million, mm-hmm. sort of where they seem to have set the level. So it's time about to get rid of a lot of people right now. Mm-hmm. And I think they're getting very close. And, and again, not now, I mean, the vaccine program appears to be the big. Um, Gun that <laughs> seemed at destroying the masses. You know, these people that are going to be vaccinated, will they be the, the bioreactors that grow these viruses that are the immune systems of people? I think, yeah, I think me and James talked about this one, one day too. Yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had that conversation. Well, I mean, you look at yeah conversation. (laughs) You look at uh, I mentioned this before the podcast with energy healers. I saw a post about an energy healer that had been uh, he did a session with one of his clients, and they had gotten the first fax, and they noticed a big disconnect from their heart chakra, Mm -hmm. Um, like the soul was like barely attached, and then after the second shot, it was essentially gone you know it was there but like hanging to a hanging by a thread and it's you know it's funny after like before i'd read that i'd been talking with jihad about how i you know like when there's just there is a little like a difference after after they've taken the vax it's like you're 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 going right back to sleep you're taking you know you you almost wake up and then you take a sleeping pill and you go right back to sleep or you're just stayed asleep yeah you know they've been doing tests on like how to get rid of like well, obviously, there's attack towards your pineal gland, right? So you, mm-hmm. uh, we know that already, like the calcifying it. But there's been tests of how to get rid of. Like I was watching the stuff about they're saying there's could they be like a god, like a gene or whatever they're trying mm-hmm. to suppress that, which is essentially connecting to the spiritual world or whatever, right? Yeah. So they've been testing different things for quite a while. Mm-hmm. What's I to see. say this is not something 
Well, they've already tested the, and they know what it's already doing or creating name, that disconnect. The name of the patent was like Luciferase oh, yes, or the Luciferian. Whatever. Yeah, 666 was the patent. 060606. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like. Yeah. How many? What a coincidence! Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. How, don't be such a coincidence theorist. Yeah. Uh, you know how many? Yeah. How many coincidences does it take until it's like it, it, it's, it's just undeniable? Right oh, me. you guys hear about the Bill Gates thing trying to cut the put those oh, particles the up sun? in the sky? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that, that you, Tucker Carlson was talking about it. Just that today. used to be a fucking conspiracy theory, but now yeah. it's all over fucking mainstream media. Just like Hunter Biden's laptop, and like they, there was a. a mainstream media interview of him saying that he's smoked parmesan cheese just because he thought that was they were crack rock remnants in the in the carpet that's the president's oh, son folks that's the president of the united states son. well that's all if, that's cats out of the bag now that's coming out well and that and that's the thing that's why you know you were mentioning the awakening i think when you're talking with james and we're talking about the um i i've mentioned it a number of times of how it's changed into the quickening things are going to speed up at a very rapid rate because the you know at the end of the day in Myanmar the the government has been overthrown by the military over wow. 500 people have been executed executions for, uh, that's for, amazing that's, um, that's, crimes crimes against humanity soros's bank accounts and shit were locked uh, locked down there uh, the ever given vessel is still sitting right in that lake right outside uh, the Suez canal oddly enough uh, Jeff Bezos's two hundred million dollar yacht is within a stone's throw away from there, and uh, I just happened to see the other day that Amazon back in back in the game with like you remember about this time last year everybody found out that Wayfarer mm-hmm. was trafficking children like crazy. Well, this boat, the ship was going from China to Rotterdam in the Netherlands, and that's still. There and there's another like multi billionaire guy's sailboat that's like a thousand feet away from the Ever Given. Um, all of the U.S. military uh, social media platforms are dropping real hints uh, that the U.S. Navy just arrived at at Gitmo, <laughs> Guantanamo Bay, uh, a couple of days ago. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what, what, what? Why are they posting about that? What, what are they doing there? <laughs> Um, I, I hope it comes out, but I think it'll I be covered so. up. It'll be covered up again. I think it's. I think you know it's good to be aware that a lot of these things. Um, but a lot of people think that okay, so again, they've given the power that these people are going to change things for me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you know, rather than each one taking responsibility, where I'm at, yeah, how can I raise my vibration? How can I be? you know, influence. So we go back to our circle. So here we are, five of us this morning, mm-hmm. just sharing these ideas and we got maybe some people listening in to this right now. Mm-hmm. And So, like, would you say a big part of that is tradition? Like, if you think about it, right? Like, you grow up and you follow in the footsteps of the people that show you kind of a way. Mm-hmm. And if nobody shows you another way, you only know that way. Mm-hmm. Right? And then that gets, like, somehow in. T- like integrated into your system about sure. who you are, right? You code that into yourself. That slowly seeps into yourself. So, like the quote, every seven years you rebuild yourself. Oh fuck, that's what you're rebuilding into yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Reinforcing those things. So now you have like when you hit 21, you've done that three times, which means that if you've done that since birth, 
That would be reinforced up until 21 three oh, times. Oh, cool. I just turned 35, so I've done that five times. <laughs> That's right. Good for me. Right. So now you can map that back and see how many different pillars you've been putting in there are big strands that you've been putting over top of Neat. it. Mm. Right? Like, and that's tradition. So, every Christmas has been reinforced into you that this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Every Thanksgiving, every this, every that, including going to school. Mm-hmm. Weddings. Right? Authority that's, that's figures. A yeah. Authority is a, a, a tradition. Yeah, it's what we know. Yeah. We and, pass it and, down. And, yeah, and that's, that builds off of what I was saying. Yeah. Did you have something to say? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I don't know if you remember when I first started talking to you about ceremony. The reason why I'm so passionate about ceremony, because ceremony is created in the moment. And mm-hmm. it's not created from a structure. Like a lot of shamans have ceremonies that they do, and they're f- fairly structured, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're walk, working with a lot of modern sh- sh- shamanic people, or you're in modern circles where mm-hmm. um, everything is based on the moment, mm-hmm. it's very powerful. Like stuff is still triggered. People mm-hmm. are still getting mad. People still having their emotional breakdowns and their, you know, their, their. I don't. I'm not happy with what you said. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be managed mm-hmm. on a level where it's not pushed in the corner and hidden. It's like, okay, let's let's have an open discussion. What do you feel about this? What do you feel about? I think that? that's that, that's it, you know that's 3D to 5D. That's going from because you're, you're going you're stepping away from a yeah. dysfunctional egoic state. Yes, because that's that's the only reason why you get upset with anything but especially you know something that somebody else is saying it's mm-hmm. because it, it disrupts your ego it doesn't align with your ego mm-hmm. um you were also talking about breath work yes earlier and that's awesome because i just made a post on facebook like two days ago about breath work that's uh, i think that's one of the easiest ways to become present 100 percent. Uh, and and when done right i mean there's no wrong way to breathe but no. there are better ways to do it in you know practices and almost to to a ceremony uh state so give me one of your or give us one of your 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 go-to so, you so, know breathing techniques like so, a breath work so what i would do is you know if i it did if i didn't have any knowledge of it and i and i mean i mean right now wim hof is pretty big because he's yeah. doing some amazing things and you know 13 minutes of his breath work is actually pretty, it's pretty accurate and it can give you a lot of relief in those 13, 14 minutes. The one where he's doing the, uh, the, the, the hold, you know, the hold on the upper, t- on, um, when you do the hold on the upper breath, yep. you're actually holding it in. Like it's, his voice is clear. It's very simple instructions. It's not hard to follow. If you've never done breath work, that's the one I would go cool. to. Then you don't have to, then you don't have to get into any kind of um, heady stuff because yep. I, the reason I chose breath work as a modality for healing is because you don't conceptually in the mind have to know what's going on with someone's body because the breath will tell you. Mm -hmm. So when someone's breathing in front of me, I can tell their trauma. I can tell whatever's going on for them. It's like a GPS written right on their chest. Like it's so, it's, it's, it's actually, and what happens is, Due to family lineage, due due to you know maybe how we were raised, belief systems, different aspects of our life have created a pattern, and that pattern is basically right in front of you. And all you got to do is actually like decode it. And I don't need to decode it through knowing what they are. I just have to support the person in letting it go. Because the thing is, the mind will want to get attached to the experience and even to figure out what's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. You're actually perfect. 
What's, the only thing is, how can we decode it? And through the breath, the breath will actually release it depending on how deep you want to go. When I go really deep with clients, they actually forget the aspects that they didn't like about themselves. And when those aspects are out in the universe and you're breathing, you're bringing those aspects back that, oh, I really like that about myself. I think I'm actually a very unique person. Oh, when I was five years old, my grandma did this. I really like that about myself or my grandma. And so we actually are bringing back those aspects that are lost out there somewhere through breath work. So it'll actually trigger true true memories of who we are, oh, not man. a fantasy of what we are. Uh, would, would you consider, just chill with yours. <laughs> chill. It's um, fun to watch every time. <laughs> um, would you? Would another way to consider it be laughter button? Um, out of alignment, like those like lines of coding and strings of coding being out of alignment, Absolutely. and then and it basically puts it so that you could put it back into a, a way that actually functions properly for you, and that you can understand because like all of our traumas in life. If you can strip that pain, gave us skills that helped us get through the next moments, which then gave us skills to get through the next. And they're all strings of code that you want. Mm -hmm. It's just shrouded with like pain that we don't want to deal with. So we lock it away and we store it away and whatnot. Well, there's a reason you need to download to upgrade. That's right. right. You know, and that's that's. Yeah, that's that's a good point. What you said. Very good um, point. So the aspects I was saying about that you're bringing back, like you're bringing yourself back to yourself, but you're also letting go aspects of yourself that you don't actually really want to, like maybe patterns that you don't like. Yeah. And so, for example, if I notice a really uh, deep pattern in someone, I'll pattern interrupt them during a session, mm -hmm. and and it sometimes it kind of jars them. But that shock. So how, how I would do it is the one pattern interrupting is something called toning. Mm -hmm. So what it is, is it's a tone word of the word ah. So ah. And when you're doing that and you're doing it yourself, you're empowering yourself, you're doing the sound yourself. So you're actually taking charge of the experience, not me saying what to do. I'm just saying, you know, it's time to sort of almost like take charge of the experience. And so when they do that, and they do that toning and that shaking. It's called shaking medicine. You actually shake your body very violently. You're actually releasing. And you don't have to conceptually know what you're releasing. Because the body doesn't care. It just releases it automatically. So the thing is, you don't have to get into a long story like, how do I release this trauma? And what is this trauma? And who caused it? doesn't matter. And what matters is, is you're actually, you're shaking it and you're releasing it. And the body naturally, it's almost like it goes into the ethers. And all of a sudden you go... Well, actually, you know what? That doesn't really trigger me anymore. You know, my brother-in-law, who's a real jerk at the dinner table, he doesn't bother me anymore because I've actually dealt with it myself. So it's never about anybody else. It's always about our own process, I think. So the most powerful thing is anybody that triggers us, we need to always look at our, where, where are we out of balance or how can we navigate through this without being triggered? And one of the ways is through breath work. Um, the only other reason I do it is because I could see your face, for example, if you came in and three days later, your face, like people's faces looks like something happened, like they had like everything sucked out of them, mm -hmm. like all the negative and their faces look so bright. And I go, that's really interesting. I think I'm going to, I'm going to study this. So my first three breathwork sessions, I actually fell asleep because mm -hmm. I thought it was boring. Mm -hmm. I thought this is complete BS. 
And I realized later, oh my God, this actually is really helping support me. So I actually was certified like maybe 10 years ago mm-hmm. and in Sedona. Mm-hmm. And, and then I just kept going and doing breath ceremony after breath ceremony after breath. I'm talking many ceremonies, maybe 100 ceremonies with 30 people in the room. And when, when everybody's popping at the same time and having amazing like experiences, like when you're witnessing that, that's like the pure magic in life. To me, that's the magic when people are, yeah. when that is like the essence of who we are. When we see another human like have that bliss moment, we're witness to it. That creates our healing. That creates our own. This is exactly what excites me about the time that we're in right now. Is I'm like listening to this. I'm like, man, evolution is so cool because that's what's happening right now. We're evolving as, a, as humans. You know, this is, this was, you, you say this shit 200, 300 years ago, you're getting burnt, burnt of the stake. For sure. hundred fucking percent. Yeah. You said this uh, in the sixties, you'd be, you, you, you'd either, yeah, you'd be a hippie or you'd, uh, you know, some of the, most of the shit that I'd say, I'd just be a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist and you'd just be fucking ostracized yeah. for it. And now you can see the way it's evolving. You have a room full of five men talking about spiritual shit. Like, <laughs> that right. should like that. And this, the only thing that's missing is the. Oh, yeah. well, here come all the mics. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it slowly this time. But the only thing that's missing is the music mm-hmm. that you're not playing. Oh yeah, you oh the four thirty two. Yeah, no, but we don't want to disrupt his music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's, so that's even better because we're doing a musical show. That's right. You're a musical show. It's a cool show. Hey, you know hey, what? Fred Penner. Okay. <laughs> you know what's cool is actually was watching watching you do that. I thought when you were saying breath work, I thought it was just kind of like a guided meditation where you sit there and you do the breath, kind of like your Wim Hof stuff that you do. Uh, right? I don't do actually to take to clarify because I'm glad that you said that about Wim Hof. I do Wim Hof showers. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do Wim Hof showers? Yeah, I, okay. I do uh, my own breath work depending on the day or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll do like infinity breathing or gamma breathing or or ones, box yeah. breathing. Um, but what? Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, but I was saying I thought I thought it was uh, maybe kind of like a guided meditation kind of style. But it, from what you just did there, I was watching it and you were shaking your whole face and going "bah" kind of thing, right? Yeah. Is that part of the? Um, that, that's not part of Wim Hof message. Oh, no, no, part of your breath work. Part of my healing breath Which is, is cool, because um, I was watching that, as I said, I, I could use that. Um, <laughs> well, what it is, is it's really interesting, because we're, uh, when you say, when we talk about, okay, so you'd be laying down breathing, it's actually not even guided. Like, I'm actually, like, right with you mm-hmm. while you're breathing. And I actually saying affirmations, like, for example, put my hand on your heart and say, I, 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 you know, it's safe to love myself. If you're in a deep process of breathing and someone puts their hand there and it hits that trigger spot, you may, if you didn't love yourself and I say that to you, boom, it brings up that memory and all of a sudden you could start to get super emotional. I've, I've, I've probably maybe vomited maybe 40, 50 times during breathwork sessions. Wait, like you as vom- much, yeah, vomit full, during yeah, the full, session? full purging in buckets wow. because, because it's, it's, it's a lot of suppressed my, like many times I was suppressed as a kid, not because my parents were bad people, but just, you know, I wasn't allowed to speak a lot of times at the dinner table because I was like, you know, my dad was kind of the boss and so energetic a lot of males have a, a very you know the throat chakra is pretty pretty blocked mm-hmm. we either scream and yell or or we say nothing 
Mm-hmm. It's totally stoic. Accurate. So, so, so this is like a way to actually release it. So if I put my hand there and say, it's safe to speak my truth. If you haven't been speaking your truth and you're in a deep process of meditation or breath work, it will trigger that memory like, oh my God, all those times I didn't speak up and boom, the emotions will flow. And to the point sometimes where people are, they're so sad and I see that and then I see that in myself. So as a, as a healer, when I'm with people and they're going through their emotional process, I realize being a guide is the greatest job in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like you are witnessing their mm. transformation while you're, you're transforming, helping mm. them, supporting them. And, you know, that, that's, that's where I'm at with that. So cool. And, so, it's, and I do something called body mapping. So basically your whole mm-hmm. body is a map. So I mm-hmm. basically start, because so basically your face, a lot of times in your face, men hold a lot in the jaws too, right in here. So I actually go inside the mouth or underneath the jaws while they're breathing and I actually push on them and I actually take the jaw and almost like force it open and it's, it's all permission granted. Mm-hmm. Is, is it okay for me to do that? But when person's really deep in, you don't, you don't, you, you can't always get permission. Mm-hmm. You just got to go. Mm-hmm. And, and then it works down from there. The heart chakra, the body mapping, the heart, and then also, um, for example, the hips. If the left side hip, it's safe to move forward in life. If, if, you, if you have fear of moving forward or changing your life or doing, this hip can be locked up for a lot mm-hmm. of people. So when people's hips are locked up, especially the left side, it's generally because moving forward. Like moving. And my left hip has issues. And I, I, so I know it's because of some of my choices and not being strong enough to say, you know what, I want to make a change. And Richard's witness to it because he's been, he's been my friend for a long time. So, I mean, these are things that are actually really, they all make sense. So we create everything through our deeds and actions and our thinking. So the body is just basically a map of it. So I use a map and I decipher how I can support people with what they're actually, you know, at that moment. And, uh, I'll be honest with you. I think that we have actually all been friends for a lot longer than we realize in, <laughs> in different lives and shit. <laughs> this isn't our first, first podcast together, no. I, <laughs> yeah. All that stuff is very, very interesting to me because I, I do energy healing myself in my last session was a fucking disaster um, because we uh, all of these old things started coming up. for So when you say that, I'm like, holy shit, like, that's so true. And like I, I, I've experienced that myself before, and it's, that's mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. I, think you're, I think you'll find it easier the longer you do it. Mm-hmm. This oh, is, this, this I've been doing it for two years, and it gets. It, they call it practice for a reason. Yeah, I, I would say, like for me, it's been ten years. Now I've been in it for twelve years, and cool. I think the last two years I've been the most confident. Before that, when people really lose it, I still had sometimes challenge on how to navigate it. But now I'm pretty confident when someone loses yeah. it that I can do it. But it took me ten years because because you're dealing with so many dynamics, and everyone is so different. Like you may receive the information, right? If I if I if I if I play the flute or singing mm-hmm. bowl or didgeridoo to you you may receive the information but you may not you may be more a physical person so mm-hmm. i may have to really work with you like physically like push on you mm-hmm. or you you may like actually like you know like if i'm like using to. sage or mm-hmm. you you, you may like oh man that's reminds yeah, me. You know, everybody has a different way of receiving information and healing so i think we need to do everything that's why i like uh, working with the wizard <laughs> <laughs> i like that that name's catching on that's good um <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's really cool that you say that you say that too about the um, 
these last two years have been your most confident and uh, because one you exude confidence when you talk about it and that's really cool and my energy healer has actually been doing his training and stuff so now I'm after we've done this I'm going to reach out to him and be like hey man sorry if I fucked you up a little bit there like because that probably came back on him he may not have been able to handle it in the way that you can um, and it's been really cool growing with him yeah. because we've grown together it's it's neat <laughs> Kilo, have you got some of your stuff on like youtube or something where people can see what you're doing yeah. or have people you created any know about you more man i mean we got to record some of that that'd be cool um i have a few videos but i have a few videos but they're just they're more music videos and stuff but as far as breath and anything i've done because for me ceremonies and what i do is it's kind of sacred work yeah and honestly i it's something that it, i find more complicated to put out there because it's people are it's very personal deep work yeah. and people don't mm-hmm. really want to share it in yeah. that sense um so but but it, i'm not saying it's not possible if you want maybe to do, a little maybe you, tidbits of it just so people can see a glimpse or of maybe it you could do a session maybe mm-hmm. we could all do a session together yeah. and then we would have somebody videotape it and if you feel well, comfortable with doing it we could just we could edit it yeah we could, we like could edit for it sake, yeah, yeah like I, I, so so can i interject one yeah for fuck's sake just okay. one one mic one mic <laughs> just one <laughs> one that's why you why <laughs> okay so oh fuck I love <laughs> you're talking about uh, uh, recording it it's okay or, brother uh, you're talking about, you're talking about recording try again we're talking about recording his session oh yeah no I find um, audio a lot more like impersonal mm-hmm. than video like video okay. I don't I've, I I never want to do it I it, mm-hmm. it's it like feels so invasive I get you whereas audio I, I guess like well, spirit or, or body or whatever it is just doesn't yeah, like doesn't care. So I think like your everything that you have here and, and like your skill technique, you don't have to actually show people that. You just have to tell people to shake their body out. Like I have um right and and, and just kind of like you just suggest tell the them motions. To literally yeah. shake your body right. off. Yeah. Like yeah. start at your shoulders, right? Like well, you know also that, you start well, moving them forward. Each process that I do, maybe mm-hmm. that could be done visually. The journey would be done in, mm-hmm. in, in, yeah. in complete... Like, you could just have, like, honest. You would just need to have, like, for examples, go here, and then just have, like, people already prepared for it. Like, imagine doing a hip-hop class, and ahead of that, you just sent video examples of the moves you're going to do in the class, so that when you're in the class, you can then start yeah. putting yeah. it together and, and doing all of that now, stuff. Now, on this... On this note, um, now one thing about breath, when you go really deep in breath, you do sometimes, you can take people pretty deep and you want to be mm. able to retrieve them. Mm. So that's the part that I'm not... Well, no, no don't so, go that far. I'm just saying like... Oh, the basic. Yeah. They could do the very basic, like... Yes, yeah. I like, think okay. I think like a tuning. highlight reel, a highlight reel tuning. video. You know, like, like yeah. tuning. Yes. You're not going to see the whole tuning sounds, okay. right? Yeah, so and like if and I, tuning breath work and do your like um, your whole like guided breath work yeah. through your tuning. Like match those together, okay. right? And you'd be able yeah. to do those in an audio program. So I, get I, clean audio. I did a I, I did a meditation earlier this morning, and I said to Jahad earlier, like I had a really good meditation. And one of the things that I was thinking about is actually kind of linked to you. And I want to have a community where we do, uh, you know, even a weekly collective meditation because that's how we will eventually help 
change the the collective consciousness and and reach more people i I truly firmly believe that um and so it's i'd like to set something up like that but it it would be nice to have you know like a, a couple minute clip on this is infinity breathing or you know this is box breathing and you just do it with them so that they can they give them some guidance but you know you don't need any video for breathing videos but or like for for breathing techniques mm-hmm. but yeah for a video might work better for for the shaking thing but this is all really cool stuff because if we can work together on this like i mean you feel the energy in this room and and if you're listening to this pod, podcast or if james is still listening you might be feeling the energy that is coming from this i mean i would hope that you're feeling the energy from this because it's pretty wild in here <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool like that's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. you do neat things yeah one one more thing sorry no please um one one more thing about the the shaking and stuff so like I taught my mom a technique because, like, I saw that she was stressed, and I was like, okay, I normally do this all by myself, and I learned it from Buddy, which was basically if you watch a dog shake water off, Mm -hmm. start at your neck, Mm -hmm. right, shake your head, and work it all the way down your body and shake it out. Yep. Not to quote Taylor Swift, but shake it off. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know why we actually shake? You know, have you ever noticed when you ever watched a documentary and you see a gazelle that just finished cutting, maybe she got attacked by like a lion or mm-hmm. a tiger or whatever, and then they get away? Yeah. First thing they do, they don't run, they shake before they do anything. They shake off the energy. They shake off the energy, the yeah. fear and all that. So that's kind of where I'm at. I, and I, I think it was the last time we did a Richard and Friends, I was talking about when, you know, when two ducks are in the, in the pond and they get yeah. in a little scuffle, they, yeah. you know, they'll... What, they'll go away, and the first thing they'll do, they'll do is flap their wings off. They'll shake it off, and then go about their day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that there's there's a lot to that. I've I've learned a lot of things today, uh, and that's that, that's really cool. <laughs> that's I've, awesome. I've, Next time I get in an argument with my wifey, I'm gonna just start <laughs> shaking off and walk away. And <laughs> see if she catches on. <laughs> She's like, uh, you Parkinson, bro. <laughs> You see, like uh, the Hulk, like, I'm gone. I'm getting angry. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> be the if opposite. only he, if only yeah. he understood, then yeah. the movie wouldn't be that interesting. <laughs> It'd be a lot more valuable. You know what's really cool about breathwork and all that? I noticed this the other day, and I mean, I've studied some other stuff back in the day with my yoga stuff, but I was really getting into it. With somebody like we're back and forth with a debate, heavy, and everyone ended up leaving the group chat at that one point. It was like uh, with all my friends, but anyways. Um, yeah, in the whole thing, in the middle of it, I started noticing my breath, and I was like, I'm taking shorter and shorter breaths, because I'm getting really worked up, because I'm like typing away, and I'm like, oh, waiting for a response, we're going back and forth, yeah. and I'm like, I noticed, I'm like, and then when, as soon as I got out of that group chat, I had this like exhale, and I was like, oh, I'm out of that space, I'm like, yeah. it's great, and then I'm like, man, I was really, like, that That, that really triggers you too, so... Mm-hmm. Exhaling long, long exhale breaths. You, know, you notice, you notice when I was playing the flute, I, I play long, like sometimes very long things. That's just for my own self to actually get into my own state of relaxation. Hmm. But uh, we only using like twenty percent of our breath as humans. We're we're actually like so suppressed. That's one of the most suppressed things is our breath. So people don't realize that that's where we start. So for example, you're small, and someone says, "Jihad, don't talk at the dinner table." You go. And and that one that one experience would would stop you, and you would you would shut down a portion of your breathing, and then mm. boom, you're outside at school. Hey, Jihad, I don't really like you, and then you get scared. You so so the more, and then that, what happens is it's like a bank account. And 
speech and it slowly hmm. starts to come. And then you wonder why people have hunched backs right. or they don't walk with the confidence is because it's it's basically stored over time. Like you were mentioning about, you know, it's a constantly not, and not and not actually releasing it. That's the mm. thing is we're not. It doesn't matter whether you take it on because tonight you could go home and something could happen and you could go back into a state of compression. It's just like how you release it again. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. we're we're not here fixing and be done with it. We're going to continue to be triggered and have to realign ourselves and say, you know what, that breath work was amazing, but you know what, in two months you're gonna ha- or in two weeks you're gonna have to do it again because mm-hmm. we're constantly picking up energies and there's well, there's a lot of stuff floating around in the air that creates a lot of fear based energy and that's why people right now with the masks. It's funny how we're using masks because right. I feel like masks are like a like you know when when you say remove your mask, you know you're like letting go and now we're forcing people to put a mask on so we're forcing them into a deeper state of what they really it's not serving them right well, so that's it's, why it's, it's also taking 40 percent of the facial expression away i feel bad for the kids we're gonna have a disaster generation coming up because they're not gonna know how to communicate properly because now we've had a full year of people wearing masks and not being able to actually communicate with their kids uh they already communicate far differently with oh, their yeah. peers online without faces mm-hmm. and that would be the argument coming on the other end and oh, yeah. i don't know how to like battle that because it's true no, yeah, they yeah. are already they already know how to communicate yeah, but, that, they're but they're not gonna so, have so, so what it, it is happen, is there's going to be different ways to which we communicate through and to each other yeah. more people would rather have this type of discussion online because mm-hmm. it's more convenient to them. You don't have to get into your vehicle. Like, it's going to happen. Oh, it's always about convenience. Right? And, and well, it's because we sort of, like, programmed ourselves to be lazy. Absolutely. Well, right? yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh. Um, or did you get passed you right? now? All right. Uh, I, well, I'll go back. Maybe I'll come back. I want to go back to one, um, what you were saying with mm-hmm. Tilo. Um, and it's... It, Kind of what my take on you know as I begin be um, become more and more of a light worker. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of fake ass light workers out there that just oh you know positive yeah. memes and stuff no. like that and everything. <laughs> positive <good."> memes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'll do my yoga and have my oatmeal and wear my Uggs and it'll be good. Um, but they don't. They can't handle. The, any sort of neg- negativity because right. they're just throwing out that positive stuff and the most important part of understanding uh, and expressing your light is understanding the darkness 100%. And, and one of the more valuable things that I've learned from uh, Megan was that when she when a negative energy comes her way whether it be from work home, her partner or whatever uh, she'll bring it in and she'll t- she'll turn it into ten times the light and re- and reverberate it back out. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing my breathing, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll envision myself breathing in energy from the core from Mother Gaia and and breathing it out into my space, to my home, to my office, to then you know eventually to the whole planet. And again, that's why I think doing a a collective meditation type of thing if we're all doing it at the same time you know that's that's the type of thing like when when in december 22nd or 21st when they had that you know group meditation the schumann resident went through the fucking roof because yes. like everybody was you know not everybody but like a 
good chunk of people were doing it. And it's like Avatar when they go around that big fucking the Tree of Life thing, and then they connect with it. Oh, and then, good you know, image. And then, yeah. And then they get you know you get the they'll heal someone or something, yeah. and, or mm-hmm. heal collectively, and it's, you know that's that's the fun thing about our society is we fantasize about how to live pro- properly by movies. Well, you're, you're, you bring up a good point about the, um, which I think is the shadow piece is really what humanity is really sometimes afraid to look at. Mm-hmm. We, we, we love all the great stuff, but the shadow piece is the true learning. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. when the, the, and the shadow piece is almost like a, it's shunned in so many ways, even like everything on mainstream is about this, about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about shadow, depressed shadow. I'm talking about really the core of who we are, the shadow part about me that I need to work on. So if we're not self mastering ourselves, mm-hmm. we can't go out there and be teachers and we can't be healers. And there is a lot of fraud. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fraud. There's a lot of people just, they're weekend shamans and they, mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, they buy a bunch of medicine online and then they start administering it. I'm talking, I'm talking years and years of experience experience mm-hmm. for someone like Richard he's been doing healing work for years and so when he speaks about it he speaks about it from a knowingness not from mm-hmm. something he's read it's his experience yeah. his wisdom and I think that's where you bring up the point about you know we shouldn't judge ourselves if we're just a new healer we got to give ourselves time and we mm-hmm. are, we're learning all the time but we shouldn't make claims when we haven't done the work you know yeah. and that part is what makes me sometimes like for example, anecdotal, right? yeah and ayahuasca is a very popular trend right mm-hmm. now a lot of people are doing it but and not a lot of people are qualified at doing it okay? I was, yeah that's one that's one thing i've heard about that that's uh, ayahuasca in particular is you gotta have a shaman yeah so and you and have to have someone there to to help I, maintain I the balance yeah i think like in my opinion so Quick, like, everybody throw mics and mic <laughs> so in in my experience and and from like um have you, like I take it you've done it? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So like I haven't yet. Yeah. Right? And I haven't taken any of like the like mescaline or like peyote or any of that, yeah. right? But um the recent time that I did DMT or anything under that I haven't felt a thing where everybody else has. And so to me that would say that the next step would be to be ready for that. And I didn't want to jump into that. Like, I wanted to be prepared. I wanted to understand the entire journey of what was mushrooms like when I only took a baby dose up to a grand dose to, like, a dose that I thought should actually blast me but didn't do anything, right? And then I moved on to MDA, you know, acid, then mixing those together and then, like, really and not doing it in the experience of, like, looking outward, but always going deeper inside and, like, chiseling that inside world, right, before, like, looking outward. So, like, um, but now those things don't do anything. Right. Okay. So, uh, do you want a little bit of feedback on that Yeah. One? So, so um, on that one, I can say that it's all preparation. Yeah. If you decide that you want to do that kind of uh, that kind of work, um, you need to do a lot of preparation. Breathwork is great preparation for medicine journeys, but it's not necessary. It's not one hundred percent necessary. We're having fun here. Um, 
So anyways, I still think breath is the only medicine. I'm just telling you, I, I think right. it's really the only medicine. I think all the others are just are great. They are great experiences. Temporary. They help us, but they're temporary. Breath is the most powerful vehicle for change. Um, but if you decide you wanted to do a journey, make sure you do, I'd say probably about five or ten breath I would sessions. just do it for the experience yeah. more so than the like inner work. Like so, So for me, I've had a lot of alone time. Yeah. to explore myself and some of the things that i found is that like my distance healing is different than his distance healing mm-hmm. which is um we connect like computers right. and i search everything that i know and download it and then i basically like upload it into them right. and then they install or if i need to heal them i upload their case file into me mm-hmm. build a partition feel the symptoms for a little bit, heal those symptoms, and then send it back to them. And within, um, like, I healed somebody's, um, it was like a, it was, it was an upgrade that was acting like a UTI. So, and it was, like, very painful for her. And I basically connected in, had her imagine uh, me sitting across from her. And then she connected in, and I asked her to imagine a stream of energy going from my kidney into hers, her kidney into mine, and then just um, imagining energy transferring through there because I'd already gone through what she had gone through. Right. So I uploaded my um, er- my data into hers. It then, um, within five minutes of that, she felt better and left emergency and out the door. And I was just like, was that just a fluke? So I, another person, um, I tried with another person and, um, I was just like, I've done this once, so I don't know if it's going to actually work. And within two hours, those same same symptoms were gone from her. Right. Right. Just doing the same technique. And I'd never met her. Like I, I knew her for like two days on Twitter. I feel like a lot more people will be tapping into those powers mm-hmm. over the next little bit. I was about to say something earlier about how in 2027 I was reading something about how uh, like psychics and mediums and stuff like that are going to be out of business because the a good chunk of us will have the telepathic, the, uh, telepathic and channeling abilities. They should be. And it's not in a negative way. What it is is in the way that CDs are no longer yep. very valid or important, right? There's an upgrade happening. Good analogy. It's an evolution to it. It's not a negative thing. These are these are it's actually an evolu- like, it's an evolution. I think we're actually going in some ways. We're actually descaling too because uh, these things that we carry in our hands cell phones yeah they are also taking away a lot of our intuitive powers and they also um a lot of people mm-hmm. are so like drawn to them so i think as much as you're saying we're getting you know people are are learning new techniques and becoming more psychic a lot of people are becoming more like almost um uh, not even mindful of what this thing is doing to their brain a hundred percent so it's a but combination of both it, it's a definite combination of a both of both there's the divide has never been stronger 100%. in humanity and wait until the divide between the vax versus the unvax becomes a, oh, a, more of a serious thing um but having been on the other side of things just addicted to my phone fucking asleep 
like yeah. lived just asleep. I, I can I can admit it. I was I was unconscious, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm still not fully conscious because I still survive and live in the 3D world, and 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 you know it's it's an ongoing process. It's yeah. it's a you know you don't go to the gym once and get your get in shape. You know you you have to continuously go, and and if you stop. All of your muscles go away, you know? Get and out of here. I haven't gone to the gym since last year. My body has gone to shit. Fuck, man. I've, I've, I've done three gym workouts, and I'm already ready to compete again. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never competed anyway, so I don't know why I say again. But we should wrap this up. We're almost at an hour and a half here. Um, can I can I close it off with a song? Oh, that'd be. I, I would be disappointed if you if you didn't. <laughs> I just want to make one comment. So we're born alive. Let's live it. Let's live our lives the way we're supposed to. I love it. Mm-hmm. Finish this out, dude. So. Job, dude. Everything. I'm Beautiful. Good. All right. Oh, this is a new one. I like this. Oh, what's, which one are we using today? Uh, <laughs> no, this is a. It's like a double flute. This is this is not a traditional flute. It's 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 been invented by people, and because and it's, it's and a it's, super flute. Uh, this is a C. So A. So we're looking just to so give it here. A is third eye, and D is sacral. So these two sounds sound amazing together. Mm. So Terrific. someone's actually invented it so that you can actually play both. Because this isn't like a silver flute, so you don't have like a large scale ratio. So anyway, where does it come out of? Hmm? The sound come? comes out of here. Okay. Oh, neat. That's do a small little bit, I just want to get an actual... 